I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the subject of today's short talk is the trap of why. So this is something that people are subject to falling into, especially following a painful loss or setback. The end of a relationship, the death of a loved one, things like that. And I think it's perfectly natural for a person in such a situation, in the midst of grief, to search for meaning, to question why. Why did this happen? Why did this occur? Now, to a certain extent, this question is useful. It's sort of like reviewing the tape after losing a football match. By performing a post-mortem, for example, you can see where you zigged when you should have zagged. And the goal of reviewing that tape is to glean a few lessons that you can implement in future games moving forward. This is useful and unproblematic. However, after reviewing the tape, it's useful to put it away and get ready for the next match. People who fall into the trap of why keep reviewing the tape over and over and over and over again. And this can happen because no why question, why did this happen, ever has a single definitive answer that is so valid and unimpeachable that it will resolve all future doubts on the subject until the end of time. There is no such answer that will contain the perfect and total explanation for why something occurred. It's just sort of beyond our ken, beyond our human understanding. But in the search for just such an answer, some people can fall prey to playing that tape obsessively, hundreds of times, thousands of times. At this point, they're not really learning anything new. They're just sort of ruminating on their past mistakes or their past misfortune. And this isn't very useful at all. Doing this is like picking a scab. By not allowing the wound to heal, these folks maintain a kind of emotional connection to the lost object. A painful connection to be sure, but to many people, a painful connection is preferable to no connection at all. It's a way of keeping the lost object alive in the emotional memory of the griever. That's really what that's about. So, in general, there are good enough answers to why questions but no completely satisfying ones. People don't stop asking why when they arrive at a definitive answer. They stop asking why when they decide to stop asking why. At this point, the question changes from why did this happen to because this happened, what do I do moving forward? A decision that ideally will be informed by the lessons one gleaned from the good enough answers to the question of why. So those are my thoughts on the matter. If you have a topic you'd like discussed in a future episode or would like to schedule a consultation, please reach out to psychhackspodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.